The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Welcome back to another episode of Paper Route. I'm Corey Holmes, and I got Ashley Nicole Moss with me. And boss man Brandon Marshall, he's running a little late, so he'll be joining us here in a few. Ashley, how are we feeling? Fresh off the PJ. No, first of all, Brandon <laughs> decided to stay in um, Baton Rouge to get his dignity back after he was dunked on, <laughs> posterized at LSU. So he's probably back Resting there up. trying to <laughs> try to get his, his lick back. That yeah. was... um. Yeah, that was that was special. Yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> that was that was a well, that was well, a moment. Look, we got a we got a great show for him today, right? We're gonna we talk to Lakers. We got Joel Embiid's big you know big game last night and whatnot. But no, we got to get some of the, like maybe your favorite moments from yesterday's big interview with Angel yeah. Reese, right? Like how'd that go? I was so impressed by her, and and you know I had the opportunity to tell her this directly. You know, when I was her age, you know mm. she's twenty years old, sophomore. You know, I was not nearly as sure of myself and confident as she mm-hmm. is and, you know, as fearless, um, mm. you know, especially being a woman, you know, you're always kind of told what you should be. And when you're finding yourself in, in those early ages of of your life, you know, stages of your life, you're constantly being told what you should do, what you shouldn't do, who you should be, who mm-hmm. you shouldn't be. And it, it can be very overwhelming and, and it can be very confusing. And she mm-hmm. just, she has this like, just aura about her she's super sweet and down to earth but she's very sure of who she is and what Mm -hmm. she will and will not tolerate and i was just so impressed to see that she has that at such a young age and i'm i was already a fan before i met her but i'm definitely a fan now that i have so of course of course well look if you haven't gotten a chance to you know see the interview definitely take a look at it but look we actually have a clip for you guys so let's uh let's take a look at it real quick even I'm make that right transition. Now. I yeah. am ch- I'm the really? no rush to go to the league. No. Because the money you can The money make, I'm making is right. more than some of the people that are in the league that might be top players. How much you make? Huh? How much you make? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Can you, you never spill that? <laughs> you never spill that. Mm-hmm. Well, look, Ashley, I think it's like a bigger conversation here, right? So you talk about Angel Reese. She's one of the top earners of you know from nil deals in college we talking about men's or women's right Right. i think i I searched it up she has like 17 nil deals right question i want to know is though or the answer rather can women college athletes like angel reese right could they help or be responsible in closing the gender gap like you know and and just just to pay gender gap in general right professional sports and even college earners yeah i mean it's hard because the w is still seen 
as an inferior product. And mm-hmm. by the W, I mean the WNBA, and it's not an inferior product, but it's seen like it's seen like that. Mm-hmm. And because it's seen like that, the revenue that it brings in is not nearly as what not nearly as large as the NBA. So it's going to take a lot of moving pieces to bridge that gap. But I think that when you have somebody like an Angel Reese or even a Caitlin Clark, you know, she's a dominant player as well. And all the other, you know, young women killing it in college right now, I think they're going to go ahead and help put the WNBA whenever they make the decision to go ahead and enter the draft and then ultimately enter the league under a new spotlight, under a new microscope that's going to help push the game forward, Mm -hmm. and that's what you need. That game between Iowa and LSU, 9.9 million people watched it. That's more than I believe. I don't know if the numbers came out yet, but I believe that's more than what I would assume it was more because it was not a good game (laughs) between UConn and San Diego State. So I would say that... People are interested in mm-hmm. women's basketball when the product's good, and the product is normally really good. It's just you have to watch it consistently to exactly. know that. Yeah. So I think that this next generation of ballers coming in and the generation that follows them are going to be instrumental in helping to bridge that pay gap because they're going to make the league more lucrative than mm-hmm. it is right now, and mm-hmm. then that's gonna that trajectory is gonna continue. Yeah, I mean, because they're just proving how marketable they really are, right? Like you think like in college basketball. Outside of Caitlin Clark, like who's more marketable of a college basketball player than those two, right? So that's right. that's that's my thought, right? But you know, to kind of peel back a, another layer, this is more just kind of in the the in the era of the NIL, right? Mm-hmm. You're seeing, you know, to Reese's point, she's making more than you know WNBA players, right? Yeah, which so is insane, right? Yeah, yeah. And what I want to know is like, what's the future of college sports look like, right? Like, will players? kind of try to take advantage of college now, right? Like with, with, with the reality of, of, you know, professional sports not being guaranteed, would you, you think college athletes are going to start to take advantage more of like the opportunities, the financial opportunities at the college level? I think the women will. It's different for men because yeah. men can be one and done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Angel told us that that's not the case no, when you play. <laughs> a bu- a bug just flew right into my face, by the way. <laughs> what kind I, of bug I, was I, I gotta it? I got to acknowledge that because that, oh, that wow. probably looked crazy. Okay. But continue, got your, continue. Got your Mr. Miyagi on. Right, right, um, right. It's going to be different for women. Angel, you know, informed Brandon, he was unaware of this, that in order to enter the draft, you have to either graduate or yeah. I believe be 22. 22, yes. Yeah, which is different for men because men can be one and done or they can choose to go overseas and take that route. Right. Um, so in terms of, you know, will the NIL keep people in school longer or right. if it will allow people to be more serious mm-hmm. about NIL deals? It's going to be more instrumental for the women because the men are going to be able to make money from a bunch of different angles, especially mm-hmm. if you're a top draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's going to be the biggest difference between the two. It's an unfortunate difference that mm-hmm. a college student, a, a basketball player, a female basketball player can make more money by being a college student mm-hmm. due to NIL than she can playing a professional sport. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about men yeah Bronny james has seven million dollars allegedly in nils but that's not even a fraction of what he can make in the nba that's totally different when you start talking about women Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate but the nil is going to drastically um help them when it comes to that more than it would men Mm -hmm, for sure mm -hmm. well i actually have another question but it looks like bossman actually just pulled up brandon marshall he's here what's up man 
<laughs> I, I, I yeah, told no, the no. Um, viewers that there was a possibility that you were still in Baton Rouge trying to get your dignity back after you were posterized. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, you, you want to elaborate on oh, that? Oh, it's, talk it's about all that? over the internet. I did, I did see that clip. That? I didn't post it. I don't do social, but it's all over the internet. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, you know what it is? Yeah. Um, and Stacks, Stacks part is in there, too. Stacks part is in there. You know yeah. what it is? Um, when you're a competitor and you're a winner, um, sometimes you just don't know how to, to, to celebrate, right? Because what you didn't do, you didn't show um, how I cooked Angel yesterday. I, um, Nagin has that video. I, I did send that, so don't put that on me. Okay. Um, we just posted the one we thought the people wanted to see. No, the people want to see. And that was the, you getting the, dunked on. The people want to see, uh, you know, Angel and I have a shootout. And they want to see how oh, many okay, shots you made in a row. I, I don't want you to spoil it for them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. I but know, um, I want to ask questions, but I, yeah, I guess it. I guess we would have the, a spoiler. I mean, if, I don't know if we have the video of Brandon getting dunked on, teed up, but yeah. I think the I people would love to see no. that. <laughs> no, y'all don't. Do we have that video? No, possibly. We, 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 no, we do, we don't. But I think we can, we need can to work on it. Can we get that? We, we should work on it. Yeah, we don't have to throw it today. Guys, everyone in the chat right now. We have over 200 people in the chat starting off the show early with us. If you would like to see the video of Brandon Marshall getting posterized <laughs> at LSU, just give me a yer right, in the chat right, in real the quick, and we will tee that video and, up. It was. Uh, Sensational! I saw it in 4K. Okay, mm -hmm. and, and, and if you're in the chat, you're one of the 200 in the chat, or all 200 in the chat, and you want to see me cook Angel in a shootout, we, we started at the free throw line, then we went to the perimeter, to three to top, mm. and then we went half court. Not as good. Oh, word? Half court. If you guys want to see that, it was a legendary. It, it was It was legendary. It was legendary. Sh then you guys give me a yo... <laughs> not a your ain't that what y'all say your say your, your. Yeah, no but the, the chat wants to see it I'm getting a lot of yours I'm getting a lot of your <laughs> I, I thought I was going to get um you don't want to talk about what I'm wearing right now um I see you have Bottega yeah. um slides on yep, cool. and uh Gucci glasses and yep. of course uh House yeah. of Athletes Finest Athleisure Absolutely. So, oh, and let's not neglect vibes. to uh, mention the Roly on his arm. Oh, so you are what we like to call in the fashion saying. world a combination of high low today. And you know, I know I know you pointed out the shades already, but the shades are Gucci. They are they, Gucci. They, they, they do have the interlocking J's on them. Hey, it's given you know Elton it John. You know what it is? Rocket Man. Well, you were you were around me the day I bought these glasses. Remember, I ran into you at my design district. I had like twenty pairs of glasses. He, it was my birthday. I treated myself. He my had about that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> I mean, he had a bag. Um, went to Kith. Right. He had a bag. He sits down. He runs into we, me, and one of my best friends, Anna, at um, Contessa in the design district, and. You know, he sits down with us and he's like, you want to see what I got? And I'm like, sure. It was the never ending bag of sunglasses. <laughs> it was one after another, after another, after another. It was, um, it was a spectacle. So, so, uh, <sighs> yeah, it was a spectacle. Um, what do they call these call? Gucci. No, specs. Specs. It was a spectacle with, around specs. <laughs> um, you guys talked about the, and, and everyone, thank you guys, uh, for, you know, dealing with me you know like Kevin Hart said back in one of his specials back in the day is probably like 15 years ago he said my bullshit is your bullshit right like we friends you know mm. my bullshit is your bullshit mm. yeah so you held that. it down for 20 <laughs> minutes 22 minutes you held it down without me how did you guys do we did great you know we had an opportunity to um 
discuss Angel Reese and that and sit down and I said and you know jump in here with that I said um I'm I was so impressed and I had the opportunity mm -hmm. to tell her to you know directly you know obviously being a fan of her game but watching her you know in person and, and speaking to her in person and having the opportunity to have that conversation with her I you know said I was so impressed by how sure of herself she was at such a young age because right. you know as i told her i wasn't that girl right you know i was very unsure of who i was and i allowed a lot of people to to dictate what i should be and yeah. to have that composure and to have that confidence to not only live authentically and unapologetically at such a young age right. but to do it on such a big stage i was so impressed by right. her and i'm such a fan already was a fan but even more of a fan, um, you know, speaking to her. And she has a really sweet spirit about her. She's mm -hmm. not, you know, yeah. too big. She's not too small. She's just, she's just a, she's a really sweet girl. Yeah. You know what? Um, I know this is when, when, when people are experiencing something, they're, they, they're having a moment, a moment. You have to have, let them have a moment. Angel's having a moment right now. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, uh, beautiful to be able uh, to be welcomed in that moment. Uh, the way she did and Jennifer and, and the entire LSU uh, family down there. They were so kind. I guess it's, that's what they call the Southern hospitality. Mm -hmm. um, but I, 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 I want to steal a little bit of the moment right now because to piggyback off of what you said, I don't think it's just women that struggle with the confidence, right? Like I think it's also men as well that struggle mm -hmm. with, you know, um, being comfortable in their skin and um, – figuring out who they are right so when we have these type of discussions on the biggest stages after the biggest moment you know i, I definitely you know uh think it helps you know the our women but also i think men need to pay attention as well mm -hmm. right are you unapologetically you do you walk in a room as yourself mm -hmm. or do you shrink or do you change or do you code switch right like um i look at her as someone that could potentially you know, not only lead uh, uh, women and women in sports, but also men. So it was it was pretty dope. Um, well, the only the only reason I say I focused more so on the women, is, and we spoke about this in, in the podcast, in the in the sit down with her um, throughout various parts, is you know, men are often celebrated for certain things that women are chastised for, and yeah. I say that you know, when women are too confident, you know, they come across as arrogant, or you know, when they're too confident in a business setting, they get labeled as being a bitch or a diva mm -hmm. or difficult. And men are given passes, they're bosses, they're secure, they're right, right. about their business. And while I completely agree that men go through, you know, struggling with their identity and, you know, how to maneuver through this world just like women do, especially young men, I think that there's a different level of, um, stress put on women because there's different labels attached to them for things that men don't have to deal with so i don't want to negate from men's struggles no, either sure. it was just it was a little and, bit of a different I focus but no yeah. I, I didn't I, you know and that's why i said i wanted to steal a little yeah. bit of the moment because no, but you know, I should i be you. bringing up men right now uh but i just wanted to say like yo men stop acting so macho and yeah. so tough because we, we we struggle with confidence as well mental you health know, all of that all of those things yeah. Um, I heard you guys talking about, did you guys talk about the business of uh sports? We were getting into yeah. that when you walked in. Yeah. You know, Corey played the clip about how, right. you know, she was, you know, making X amount yeah. before you tried digging in her pocket, sir. <laughs> right. Um, NIL. And, you know, he asked me, like, how do I feel about 
you know, the NIL, what it would do for college athletes. And I said that it's going to be monumental for women mm -hmm. because men still are in a position to make a lot more money when they go pro. Right. And women, unfortunately, that that wage gap has not been right. addressed. I, I brought I brought that back up because, you know, you're, you're talking about confidence. You're talking about, you know, the way we approach women, the way versus our men. I was reading a study actually as I was walking in, mm -hmm. um, a, a Purdue study. Um, they looked at Purdue University? the disparity at Purdue University. They looked at a, the disparity um, in the inequalities um, from the men's sports versus women. Mm. And one of the, the challenges is how we sexualize uh, our women athletes. They deal with uh, things that we don't have to deal with. They even went as far as peeling back the layers on the promotional ads that we put out there. Men are put in power positions and women are in a more passive position, meaning like a dude might be donking ah, and making a, a, a wild face that feels authentic uh, and, and it integrates well into the sport. A women may be sexualized and sat back to just be pretty. So those are some of the challenges as well. I think the problem, uh, well, not I think, you know, I love business. You know, I love talking about media. We're in this new media age. The, the, the challenge is the disparity in media coverage, mm -hmm. right? And I also went through this Purdue study um, as I was driving in. I was, it was really interesting to me uh, to prepare for this. Do you know that uh, less than 5% of all sports coverage is actually, you know, uh, uh, um, captured, it's actually for women's sports, if I'm saying this correctly. So out of all of the sports coverage out there, the women's sports make up 5% of all of it. Mm -hmm. And if you take away women's soccer, mm -hmm. it goes down to 3%, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not only a challenge in uh, uh, the coverage, but it's the quality of coverage too. Mm -hmm. Turn on uh, a track and f a men's track and field meet versus a women's turn on uh, a men's March Madness versus women's March Madness turn on NBA versus WNBA. Now WNBA has gotten it better over the years, but even the quality. Um, another interesting thing that popped out in this study, Ashley, was um, um, how we how how we. Uh, pick and choose who we want to cover and when, right? And and, and it really is a problem um, not only for men, but also women. Men, 70% of men only want to watch men sports. Mm -hmm. But here's it. This was interesting. What do you think the number is for women? 72% of women want mixed they don't want only men. They don't want mm -hmm. only women. They want mixed. Mm -hmm. So that is the challenge is uh, how we actually approach our women's sports. You look at March Madness. March Madness has been March Madness for men for forever. Mm -hmm. We just dropped women's Mar March Madness a year ago, right? So I think the, the disparity and the, and the challenges starts in the media world. And in, until we solve that problem, um, we're not going to see this gap close anytime soon. You got to go back to 1972 when Title IX was, was launched. And then you started to see us slowly get there, right? But Steph Curry is shooting from three, mm -hmm. you know, let's say 10 years ago. 
Now Steph Curry's down there shooting and Dame Lillard's shooting from the half court line. So there's a skill thing too. Can we see that in women's sports? Men are dunking. How many women are dunking? So there's not I mean, only the coverage, but there's they also. Dunk. Yeah, but what I'm but saying is. I, I will say this. If you are, I mean, as someone who's a true, and when you said mixed sports, you meant like women want to see both men and women. Correct. Like, sports. yeah, you want to see okay. both. Like, you watch both, right? I watch both. Like, you, both, you watch both yeah. the uh, March Madness, women's and men's, yeah, right? Yeah, I watch WNBA, NBA. Right. Yeah. And most women do. Well, I will say that, you know, as a true basketball fan. Well, I need to fan, do something before you move forward. Uh, April Fool's, guys, like, you didn't notice, Ashley, you're going to be very disappointed in me. Um, I, I came in, I said, Jill Biden is going to zoom in and have this conversation with us <laughs> oh, on my Instagram account. So everybody who came over to watch <laughs> paper <laughs> round, wow. April Fool's, is it too late to, to have an April Fool's it's moment? A, well, it's April 5th, so. I know, but is it too late? Technically, uh, is it too late? Like, too can late. I not do it? Can you not get like a uh, little grace period, a little week? Um, let me do this. A, let me tell I these people on Instagram. One. I don't yeah. think that's how that counts. I don't. It's <laughs> not, not like works, you know. It's not like it's New Year one. when you say Happy New Year and you get like <laughs> a week after New Year's Eve to like tell people Happy New Year. You, April Fool's is like a twenty-four hour window. <laughs> okay, let me so do I don't. This I don't really know. You can. You can do that. Hey guys, this is Brandon Marshall uh, reporting live again from Paper Route Studios with Ashley Nicole Moss and Corey Holmes. I just want to say I'm uh, super sorry uh, <laughs> because I April Fool's. Fools, you guys, on April 5th. It's, it's April 4th or 5th? The 5th. It's the 5th. Mm -hmm. So April Fools. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> they still need to watch, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> stay stay um, locked in. Uh, and if you're here and you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Hmm. All right, now you'll get back well, to Well, I'll say, you know, as someone who's a true basketball fan um, and has watched both the NBA and WNBA, the, the, the special thing about the W is that you know, there's not a lot of dunking. There's not a lot of showboating like we get in the NBA. You know, it's not a lot of that glitz right. and that highlight reel stuff that's happening. Mm -hmm. But if you're a true basketball head, you really enjoy the game because it's the fundamentals, Definitely. because that's all they can rely on. Right. You know, they're playing basketball in the purest form possible. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, the extraness. It's just true fundamental basketball one-on-one. And any true basketball fan has to appreciate that. I mean, I've watched the Liberty play. Yeah, but that's just y'all a small population. Though. That's what I'm saying, though. I think that there's this ideology that the W puts out an inferior product because you don't get that highlight real craziness that you see or the spectacle that you get when you watch mm -hmm. the men play. Right. And mm. there's a lot of reasons for that, that you can have a full-blown conversation about. Um, but if you really just enjoy the game and slam dunks and all that other stuff doesn't really make or break the game of basketball for you, you thoroughly enjoy watching the women play because they're playing the game in the purest form. I mean, Absolutely. what we watched LS, when we watched LSU and Iowa play, it was a drastically better product than UConn and San Diego State. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a drastically better mm -hmm. product. And then right. I've watched NBA games, WNBA games in the same day and have done comparisons in my mm -hmm. head like that game was not nearly as good as the, the Sparks Liberty yeah, game. But, but, like but, it just... but, but here's, we had this conversation yesterday, Ashley, with Angel, okay? Mm -hmm. And you and I are on opposite ends of the spectrum mm -hmm. around this conversation. The drama surrounding Angel, LSU, Iowa, Jill Biden, uh, Caitlin Clark is good for the sport of basketball. Why? Because we love the drama. 
sports is nothing but a drama. Like, think about it. If you had Story to, put, if you had to sport, if you had to, if you had to put sports in a genre, what would it be? Is it a thriller? Is it a drama? Is it a, a comedy? It's a dramedy. It's a dramedy. Mm -hmm. A dramedy. I like that. <laughs> there you go. It's a dramedy. Sports is a dramedy. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying that because when you think about drama, you know, we like the drama, mm -hmm. the storylines, Aaron Rodgers. We like following Lamar Jackson. You know, we like seeing, you know, what's going to happen with Caitlyn, how she's going to respond, Jill Biden, how she's going to respond. That's drama. Mm -hmm. But then from, a, you know, like a, when you talk about entertainment standpoint, like we like hard hits in football. Mm -hmm. We love the dancing. We love all of the entertainment outside of the game. So when we say the skill, you know, there is a, a there th that gap to me is closing quicker than the uh, the pay gap. Like you have Caitlyn Jenner now. They're saying she could be Steph Curry. Like think about no, that. Caitlyn. Caitlyn. Caitlyn uh, uh, sorry. Caitlyn Clark. No, sorry. No, I was like, oh. Caitlyn Clark. That's, that's I, I love everybody. You know, but look, Caitlyn Clark. Right. Like more of that. Like I think we should be more strategic mm -hmm. on those type of things. Like I, I feel like our women in sports, they have the skill to do it, but yeah. they're out there just, like you said, they're just playing the game and they're playing it at a high level. They're dunking, they're yeah, doing all those things. But what I'm saying is like, I want to see more Caitlin Clark shooting from half court. That's, That's what it. captured everybody. Right. Like, damn, do you see what she's doing? You see she's shooting from the damn volleyball line, the volleyball court line. Mm -hmm. Like, do you see that? If, I, if there's more of that, I feel men and women will tune in more mm -hmm. to our women's sports, which means the bag gets bigger because a lot of this exactly. this money comes from what? Our TV rights. Yep. And I know the chat's like, what do you mean the WNBA's fundamental basketball? What is she talking about? If you don't believe me, hold, hold on, hold <laughs> on. If you don't believe me, listen to Chris Paul. He said the same thing. If you don't believe me, listen to Kevin Durant. He said the same thing. If you don't believe me, listen to LeBron James. He said the same thing. He says I those said women are mm -hmm. playing the game the way the game truly is played in its purest form so that's just not an Ashley take that is a take by some of the greatest NBA players currently playing the game right now that the women play the game in true fundamental pure basketball because that is all that they have mm. to play it in so is there, so, so is there don't an come, argument don't just come so from me, me. keep this. that same energy for mm -hmm. CP3 and KD okay so let me ask you this question um, is there is there is there an argument that the, the women's game is better than uh, the men's game. You have Dane Lillard that comes out three weeks ago and he says, I don't know how much longer I can do this. This is not fun to me, mm -hmm. right? Like dudes is low management, dudes switching up. Oh, let me go chase this, go chase that. So is there an argument that the women's product is better than the men's product? Um... I Take would, it, I'm not, not listening. I wouldn't say it's better. I would say it's pure. I don't and, and mm. that that depends on what basketball and how on how you rate basketball. If you're somebody who likes the dunks and, and the extraness and stuff, then no, the NBA is a superior product for you. Right. If you're somebody who truly watches the one-on-ones and the fundamentals of the game, then you find both the WNBA and the NBA great products because you're watching it from a different lens. It depends on the basketball watcher. Right, and right, not right, everybody's right. the same type of basketball. Like, not everyone's a, a basketball purist. Right. Some people are just strictly in for the entertainment. So it really depends on how you view the game. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, honestly, I think the biggest takeaway from this is the point that you made earlier, right, Brandon? It's just the quality of coverage. Yep. Caitlin Clark, she averaged 28 points the whole season, right? She was shooting deep threes the entire season. Why wasn't that just being covered? Angel Reese, 
She had 34 double doubles. She's been doing this all season, right? Like, just where's the coverage on it? So I think that's, I'd say, the biggest takeaway. And and I'm I'm feeling very optimistic about the future of, of women's sports for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's next, take all of us. It's yeah. gonna take all of yeah, us to it participate. Is, it is. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Participating. Yeah, yeah. Mo moving on, <laughs> moving on. Yo, we, we have to revisit the MVP talk. Why? Because Joel Embiid, uh, I mean, I don't want to say he solidified say himself. Say it. I think he solidified himself last night with his 52-point performance over the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics, they were second place. They were actually 0-3 against the Boston Celtics in their season series. Got the dub last night, right? Embiid, he got, again, 52 points. 13 rebounds, six assists. Ashley, I got to start with you. Yeah, start with her. Yeah, is Joel? Because I think I know your answer. Is Joel and B running away with the MVP award? Start with her. <laughs> um, I it's, mean, for me, it's still Jokic. I mean, oh, it's still, oh my god, it, oh my god. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. If if Embiid wins it, I'm not mad at okay, it. Right, I think that they're me. neck oh. and neck. I think mm -hmm. it's between them two. I don't think there's anybody else in the running at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can say Jason Tatum at this or Giannis. point. You know they're bringing up Giannis a lot. Now. I don't know if you can put Ashley uh, Nicole Moss. Okay, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. All right, and I I might get in trouble if I was on ESPN FS1. You're a beautiful young lady. Why are you so low? Because this is what you <laughs> just did. That take just just dropped me to the ground. You're beautiful. But the thing that is brilliant about you is your is your intellect, is how smart you are. How dare you come out here and give these people this? Ashley, you're one of the best in the business talking basketball. And you're going to stand by him? I'm going to stand beside <laughs> him. You're going to stand by Joker right now. Joker. I'm looking at the season as a whole. Mm. Oh, my God. Which is what the, what the MVP award technically is. the regular season award from start to finish. Yeah. I'm not going to leading score. Just, That's not enough for you. What leading, le leading score and points per, per game. I'm not okay. Listen. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not mad if I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna move my needle just because of a few games. I, I've, mm. I've been on the Jokic train. I'm mm. gonna stay on the Jokic train. I'm. I'm not mad if Embiid wins it though. I mm. have said from the beginning it's between them two. I don't think Giannis is in the running. I don't think Jason Tatum's in the running. It is between right. Jokic and Embiid. Yeah. Do I think that this last few weeks have given Embiid a slight edge yeah. over Jokic? Absolutely. Right. Do I think that the slight edge is going to be enough to override what Jokic has done this entire season? I don't know. Would I be mad if Embiid won it? No. What he did last night was extremely impressive. Very what impressive. Jokic has done all season is extremely impressive. Agreed. So... This MVP talk, first of all, I don't think I've ever discussed an MVP race this long, this extensive in my entire career. It's like, it's insane. Yeah. Now, Embiid for, you know, some people can say Embiid should have won it last season, injury and things like that, you know, because he, whatever. Mm. I'll say, I'll say Embiid's making a hell of a case these last few weeks. I'll say mm -hmm. that. I'll leave it there. Brandon, what's your take? I'll leave it there. What's but I'm going to stick with Jokic. I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump ship just because. Right, Ashley with Jokic. I'm who, not going to jump who, ship. Who you got? I think the whole league's trying to figure that out right now. Celtics guard Derek White said when asked how to stop Embiid. So if you got any ideas, I think every other NBA team would like to know. <laughs> what? I'm, this that, is the. That, this is, I'm, I'm just talking about with other guys. I've heard the same quote I'm about Jokic. What does that mean? Embiid showing was one of the most <sighs> historical outings that we've ever seen in the NBA. 
as he became the first player in the shot clock era to score more than half of his team's points and shoot 80% from the field and join Wilt Chamberlain as the only player to record at least 50 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists while shooting 80% from the field. This man came out there last year. You know what I love about this, Corey? Because I'm going to come back up and talk to you. That's right. She losing it. She 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 losing me. I'm not losing. She losing me. Well, now you know you losing me. You losing me. You know what? You still a playoff team? They still a playoff team? Can I can I have my take? I'm just asking you a question real quick. I gave you the room. No, but I have a question for you, Edge, real quick. If you take Embiid off the team, or Embiid's availability is say only half the season, is that still are the Sixers still in the playoffs? What is your question again? Because I if you take Embiid okay off of the Sixers for let's say half the season, yep, is that the Sixers still in the playoffs? Uh, it's gonna be hard. Are they still in the playoffs? Though? I don't. They might be in a play, and they, they're yeah, not they, good team. I know I what you're trying to go. Right? They're, they're, they're not. They're not a good I'm just team. simply they're saying. So James Harden's gonna lead away. I'm just asking. James Harden's gonna lead away. I'm just asking no, a question. The is no. Okay. Yeah. That's the your answer. answer. No. I'm just asking no. a question. Listen, this is what he said, Corey, and everybody laughed at the man, and I kind of did too, because it was he went too far. He said, "I'm Shaquille O'Neal and Akeem Olajuwon can't stop this man." Here's the thing. The reason why it's crazy and everybody laughed at him is because of two things. His availability, he hasn't played a lot over his career. And two, he hasn't won a championship. If this dude wins a championship and he continues to play like he did, listen, I think what he played, what, almost 40 minutes and went off, yeah. right? Like, and, and now you have to. He wants to continue to chase awards. You got to play 65 games at least in a new collective bargaining yeah. agreement, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if this dude does this over the next five years, he can easily be in a discussion as one of the most dominant, not bigs in the game, but players that ever play. This dude is next level. We're talking about uh, 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 Shaq wasn't shooting like he was shooting, no, yeah, like no, how he's shooting. Like not even Elijah Wan. And Elijah Wan was nice. Elijah Wan was one of those players that kind of brought something different to the game. Steph Curry, how he's shooting the ball. Allen Iverson, you know, the, the crossover. There comes... Uh, uh, there comes a time where there's a, a player that kind of brings something different. Even James Harden, that little damn step back thing they call mm-hmm. what they call that little move they do that I did yesterday on them in <laughs> LSU. Remember the little little shot I hit? You remember? I don't. So, you know, so I do not recall. MB MB is like I don't know, man. No, what, he, was the final, what was the final score of that know. game, Corey? I don't know. What? Oh, you talking about what game? Last night's nice game. Let me oh. let me confirm that. Let me confirm that. It was it was a close game though. It was definitely I, close. It was a cl- you heard what you just said? Here she goes. She always It was a there. close game. It was 103 game. to 101. It was one oh, the 76ers won by 2 points and Joel Embiid dropped 50 plus points. Who did they play? Ashley? The Boston Celtics. Celtics. I know. So that's why, a, why, why, why that's does that matter? But yeah. what I'm saying is right think there. about what you think about what you're saying for a second. Jokic, and this is, and again, I'm not mad if either wins the award. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at the entirety yep. of the season, Jokic has done a lot with a little. The Denver Nuggets have not moved from that number one seed the entire year. Do you know how difficult that is? Is to stay to the top of the standings the entire NBA mm-hmm. season. And for all intensive purposes, yes, there's Aaron Gordon and there's other guys on yeah. the team. Jokic has done that 
for all intensive purposes, single-handedly. Can I ask a question? Really? The 76ers are a more talented basketball team. Debatable. Ta- yeah, Debatable. Right. I, no, I, the Denver let's, Nuggets? Let's go. Let's go. I could say go, talented, go. but complete, though. The Nuggets got a more complete team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James but one-on-one? But, ta- but talent, but completion, yeah, yeah. will beat every single time. We what are we production. talking about? We need production. James Harden. Talent just, is pro- They are producing. What do you mean? James Harden been producing all year? I think that's the I'm difference. I'm not negating that, but that's what I'm saying is the 76ers are a more talented team. Mm-hmm. When you look at overall completion, yes, the Denver Nuggets are a more complete team, but they're yeah. not complete with the same level of talent that the 76ers are. Yeah. So when you start looking at this MVP conversation, again, not negating what Embiid has done these last few weeks. It's extremely impressive, but you still have to look at the entirety of a season. What Jokic has been able to do, averaging triple doubles the way that he has this entire season from beginning to end, the Denver Nuggets have not Slid in the standings all year to do that basically single-handedly on a team that's not nearly as talented as what the 76ers had you cannot overlook that I'm not saying that it doesn't that makes him the front runner but you cannot for me he's the front runner is it a close race yes and you cannot overlook that because of two weeks three weeks of what Embiid's doing okay and this is what I'll say and I know Ashley's going to want to respond to it because she always no I'm not I'm not uh, you got the last point on this that's my point yep that's my All right, point. And here's here's my last take on this. Is Joel Embiid running away with the MVP award? Not only – that question is even wrong. He's been an MVP for the last two years. So you're talking mm. about it's hard to stay at the number one seed all year. You know what else is hard, Ashley? To be a big and lead the NBA – and scoring for two years in a row and have your team in the top five in the Eastern Conference. That is hard. Look, she said, you can't talk. You said you wasn't going to respond. You can't respond. <laughs> I might take five minutes and then finish this take. No, I'm just playing court. Uh. But that is the final take. Joel and B, congratulations. Um, Ashley is going to send you flowers. She's going to send you a handwritten note. She's going to say, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry, Joel. You know, I just thought, like everybody else, that Joe uh, uh, Joker was going to hold it down. And he didn't. He imploded. And when we went head to head, guess what happened? I dropped 42, and he didn't do anything. And you know what? Did the he not? Gonna, ah, you can't. No, no. Ashley, 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 Ashley. Can we get a two box? Can we get a two <laughs> box right now? <laughs> oh, I'll take the three box, too. Ashley, get in the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You say it. You just. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna say a word. You're a woman of your word. Not gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything. Right. I'm and that's not what I love anything. about you. Not right? gonna say like, a word. You stand on. I'm not gonna say a word. In, oh, right. Wait. So Corey, mm-hmm. you know, we come on the show. We're in week six. Mm-hmm. We did some amazing things. We fly out to LSU, and we get Angel Reese. She said, "I'm gonna sit down with Ashley Nicole Moss and Brandon Marshall and Corey in the cut first in the paper <laughs> route team." First. We have Sa- Saunders Sanders, uh, Shador, Shador mm, Sanders, excuse me, Shador Crazy. Sanders, come on, in studio. We're doing some amazing things. Absolutely. Legendary. When we started this show, though, and I think it was the first week, Ashley Nicole Moss came out and said, it's not even close. Ashley Nicole Moss said, the Joker is going to run away with this. Then Stack came on a week later as our basketball contributor and said, it's going to be Tatum. And I said, it's Joel Embiid. Yeah, so I just want to bask in, 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 in celebration right now with my 
my nice Gucci frames on in sunny South Florida, but we can move on now. And <laughs> Ashley did a good job using your meditation skills and, and finding your breath just to let me have the final take. Thank you so much, Ashley Nicole Moss. <laughs> I'm weak. All right, moving on. We got a huge matchup tonight, right? And it almost actually didn't happen because the Lakers Ooh. snuck out of Utah with the win last night, right? But it was the help of the heroics of LeBron James in the finest moments of uh, overtime that lifted the Utah Jazz past, well, excuse me, lifted the Lakers past the Utah Jazz. Uh, LeBron finished with 37 points, six assists, five rebounds, and like I mentioned, with the with the final bucket, you know, in overtime, he also he had a chance to to seal the game at the end of regulation, but it's whatever. He he, he left the heroics to the end of overtime, but uh, la again, last night was super important because their game on the road, I, and I throw up air quotes, on the road with the Clippers, even though it's in the same stadium, will basically determine the sixth seed in the West, right? And the loser of this game could potentially fall as low as the play-in or even out of the playoffs. So, like, this game, again, super important. Why also? Because both teams have the Suns on their schedule to, you know, to, to end the season. So if you lose tonight, you could potentially lose two of the last three games of the season, which would not be good. Lakers, Clippers, who wins tonight? What's the outcome? Ashley, who you got? Oh, man, I wish Paul George was mm. in the mix. Mm. Um, I'm leaning towards the Clippers only because what the Lakers did against Utah was a whole, they used a whole lot of gas. And yeah. a back-to-back -back yeah. after a performance yeah. like that is very tough. Yeah. Um, the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Even the Clippers without Paul George... They're a, they they have a nice team. They can yeah, they can so. go ahead and give some issues, um, but again, a back to back after a performance like that, coming down to the wire, over a hundred points, then you have to travel to L.A. I know it's not that long of a flight, but getting on a flight, getting off a flight, takes a lot out of your body. I'm gonna go ahead and lean towards the Clippers are winning this one. The Lakers are gonna lose tonight. Wow. Yeah. 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 Listen, it's definitely a toss up here. Um, Kawhi been playing solid and i'm assuming he's going to play right i mean if he yeah, doesn't I, obviously yeah, i'm going with the lakers right, right, like, but it's king james man and but we don't even know lebron might not play tonight why wouldn't he play because it's a back-to-back -back and we're, but, pro, we're approaching, the, we're approaching the, line, the playoffs though. but yeah. everything's on the line i, I mean play in playoffs like i i mean listen, yes and no listen, but listen. you got to think long term okay so let me i'm not right, saying Corey. he's official but i'm saying there's a possibility because they're thinking long term right and he is and, fresh and off I, an injury and i understand it can go any way that could be the strategy also the strategy can be look we got a couple games left let's get after it and let's improve our positioning uh, as best as we can. Um, I think both LeBron and AD played over 35, 36 minutes. That's another thing. Right? And, and yeah. Corey, did you say in our production meeting that AD's never 
AG, so ever in his career? There's been no, no, not not ever this season. So oh, in, this in, season, this okay. season, there's been three scenarios. There's been three scenarios where they've had back to backs, and all three AD sat out the second night of a back to back. That's they're yeah, in the, they're in the second night of a back to back, and it's the most important game of the season. Like I mentioned, they could potentially yeah. fall out of the playoffs if they lose tonight. Corey, Corey, listen. Um, they play again. I, I just think that yeah, they you have know, to. AD and LeBron uh, is going to try to get as many reps as possible together. LeBron was out uh, for extended time, actually shorter. Everybody thought it was going to be longer with the ankle. Uh, they need to they need to gel. Um, AD's been in and out of the lineup all year, so I think they're looking at this as those practice reps before they get into the playoffs or the play-in. So I like the Lakers because Braun is sitting here saying, "I'm going to go get five. I can I potentially squeak out a fifth ring? It's going to be Ashley, and this is it. That's all I have to say about this. This is going to be a phenomenal NBA playoffs." Phenomenal! I, it's going to be exciting. The, probably one of the best we've ever seen. I, I can go. I from have that. to. I, I have a hard time believing that after playing AD and LeBron thirty plus minutes last night, that game coming down to the wire, over a hundred points, having to travel back to Los Angeles, what being on a flight does to your body. Again, I know it's a short flight. Retrospect with the playoffs, the play in approaching, LeBron. Fresh off an injury, AD, you know, being inconsistent and dealing with a plethora of injuries, whether big or small, all season. I have a hard time believing that the Lakers are going to play them both. And if they do play them both, I have a hard time believing they're going to give you a substantial amount of minutes. Yeah, but you got to think long term. With the season potentially on the line, though. Right. No, but... Mm, yeah. I mean, still, you don't really want to be in, in that No, they'll in, fall though. into the play-in. They'll fall into like the seventh or eighth seed. Do you, do, but would you rather have the sixth seed locked in or would you rather be in the play-in yes. scenario? I wouldn't I mean, want to do that. Obviously, you want – I just – I don't know. Like, I have a hard time thinking someone who hasn't played a back-to-back all season is all of a sudden mm-hmm. going to play one, especially yeah. someone who's injury-prone and inconsistent like AD. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook's looking for revenge tonight. Like, Ooh, there's I forgot just, about that. Yeah, yeah oh, I, I just – I, I got to – I don't know. I got to go – I got to go to the – I got to go mm. with the Clippers. And it's these, just there's too many variables. So how much you betting on this game? I'm not. <laughs> we're gonna get Ashley. We're gonna get Ashley a, a book. I, I gotta. I gotta. I don't know. Get, I gotta leave. There's too many variables for the Lakers. I gotta. I gotta go with the Clippers. I'm sticking with that one. All right. You know. And, and who who you got tonight, Brandon? Oh, I went with the Lakers. You got the Lakers. Damn, I forgot Russell Westbrook was over there, and he's playing. Yeah. He's, he's looking for revenge. He's coming. Yeah, he wants to smoke. I'm still gonna go with Braun though. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I'm right. not like a huge Braun fan like that either. Yeah. I love Braun, but yeah. I'm not like. You know, Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see. But all right, how about we transition to our Factor Fooler segment? Let's huh? do it. Let's hop into it. So remember, I'm going to read you guys a statement. You determine whether it's Factor Foolish and give your explanation why. So to start it off, should the Colts trade for Lamar Jackson? Well, I, actually, let me word that to for, to, for Factor Foolish. Colts trade for Lamar Jackson, Factor Foolish. Want me to start? Um, fact. The Colts should trade for Lamar Jackson. Uh, the Falcons should trade for Lamar Jackson. The Patriots. Patriots should trade for Lamar Jackson. Let's keep going. Let's keep right, going. Right. Let's keep the going. Dol- no, the Dolphins got Tua. The Dolphins should trade. Oh, the Dolphins should trade. The Dolphins should trade for Lamar Jackson. The Commanders should trade for Lamar Jackson. The Commanders. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. I don't want the. Co- I don't. No, I don't want him in my division. I can't deal with that. I got enough issues. All right, let's keep going. Who else? 
I mean, I don't know who else is looking for a QB right now. Stop the, my head. The, the Texans. Oh, the, the, the Titans. The Carolina the Panthers. The Titans. The Titans. The Titans. Yeah, yes. they're looking for if a you don't have a quarterback, you should draft. I mean, you should trade for Lamar Jackson. You should pick Lamar Jackson over anybody in the draft. Mm. Fact. Did yeah. we answer that together? Yeah, right. I, was, I think that was like a yeah consensus. Then. It was just fact. All right, next one, guys. Anthony Richardson is a top five draft pick. Fact or foolish? Fact. I don't need to go into further detail. Watch his highlights. Watch his tape. Watch his combine. Mm. The answer's fact. I talked to a general manager two weeks ago about... Actually, he was responding to a debate we had, Ashley. Um, and he basically agreed with you. Um, <laughs> oh, you got to see Ashley's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the debate that we had? Um, this is actually fact because I know... I just Let me answer the question. This is fact. We had a debate. Oh, it was about Deshaun Watson contract. Remember, we were going back and forth about Deshaun Watson, and you tried to twist up my words. You ended up helping me twist my words. I didn't. And, I didn't twist them. And, I just reiterated them. this general manager, he sent me the post of you uh, absolutely cooking me on the Deshaun Watson uh, conversation, and he said, you get drafted off of potential. You get paid off of production. There's quarterbacks that are they're more productive in college than this kid and should be drafted higher. But when you look at him and his potential, it easily he can easily go number one. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a freak. This is Lamar Jackson. This is Cam Newton. This is Josh Allen. Potentially all in one. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. It's unbelievable. Even when, when athletes do backflips and do all of the other stuff, like, that shows their ability. Some people look at it, oh, that's cool, right? We go in the hood all the time and we see these little project babies flipping all the time. Well, I'm from I'm from, I'm from the projects a little bit, right? No, and I'm just laughing. It, it, it's like, <laughs> the random, it's such a random analogy. <laughs> like, it is. It's like, because you see it all the time. Like, my nephew the other day, little project baby from Atlanta, he's uh, he's going to UCF as a freshman. He just did a back. I was like, damn, I didn't know you. I ain't know you know how to flip, but it makes sense to me. He's a freak athlete. Like it, like Odell Beckham Jr., he does yeah, freakish things with his body. And so when you see that, it's like, man, this kid can do whatever with his body. The game is 80% mental. So for someone like this with all this potential, if he goes to the right situation and he has the right coach, right people around him, and he's actually coachable, man, he could see, see uh, himself 10 years from now have an amazing career. What's the right situation for him? The right situation for a kid like this, uh, I, I like I like the, uh, and I hate to say this because everybody just go with the trends, but I came up in the Shanahan um, philosophy in uh, offense, right? And that's like a little, this West Coast, but then they also do keeper game. What's keeper game? Where they do these stretch runs where the quarterback runs all the way to the right and he mm-hmm. hands it off and the running back's hitting the eight hole or right off off the edge on the right or to the left. And then they, they do the same thing, but they, the quarterback keeps it. He boots to the other side. And then they got a big post coming this way, a deep comeback this way, an over route coming that way, like just big play mm-hmm. action. Because when your running game is going and you have these cutbacks, the linebackers, everybody sucks up, pause. And then the receivers and tight ends are able to get behind mm-hmm. the, that, that second, second level. level. <laughs> I, I feel talk. like I got to say it now. Yeah. You hit me with a pause a couple weeks ago. And then Cam, and Cam and his show, it is what it is. Shout out to Killer Cam, man. And Mace, man. The gods, man. Like, doing a phenomenal job. It's the best sports show out cooking right now. But 
I would say it's debatable. It might be debatable after the week we had. Um, but they, they say pause. They say pause after every damn sentence. Did you see what? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Let's did go. you see what Cameron said about Pat Bev? What did he, what did he say? Oh, man. <laughs> what did he say? Pat Bev on his podcast um, said that he doesn't have sex before games. And Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm already known as crazy. I got to hear this. Yo. He said, I'm going to paraphrase it because I'm not going to say it the way Cam said it because he from Harlem and he's just different out there. Right. But he basically said, so Pat Bev on his podcast that he has with um, an entity that shall rename nameless um, said that he doesn't have sex before games. And Cameron on his show goes, he's talking about the situation and he goes, Pat, you averaging six points a game, man. Go get laid. <laughs> I knew it. That's crazy. <laughs> I was in tears, but he said it in a more like a Harlem raunchy way. I was in yeah. tears. I was yeah. cracking. Oh, um, uh, Cameron, yeah. I love you. Never change, man. Yeah. Never yeah. change. Yeah. Ashley, do you think their show's going to work? I think it works with the audience it works with. I think that not everything is for the traditional audience. I think right. there are people, and this show is evident, and I Am Athlete as a brand is evident, um, that people are looking for sports in a way that doesn't feel so structured, that feels like when you're hanging out with your friends, this is how you talk about yeah. it. When you're hanging out with you know people that you know you work with, this is how you talk about it. And I think that Cam is reporting in sports in a very east coast new york way and to be mm -hmm. honest like being from new york city and mm -hmm. having homies from the city that's how they talk about sports mm -hmm. and it resonates with them so not everything's for everyone but i think it works for them right, i think man. it has its own little audience and that's what's up listen shout out to killer cam and mace um and it is what it is y'all make sure y'all follow them uh but i have to say this to my brothers stat baby is the best thing on the show so Cam, all his sound bites, Mace, I love Mace. Mace is tough. We know Cam's tough. Mm -hmm. Mace tough. He's unexpected, right? But Stat Baby, she has the most potential. I love Stat Baby. Have you seen Stat Baby in the show? Mm -hmm. All right, shout out to them. We can move mm -hmm. on. All right, y'all, for y'all next one. Tennessee Titans trade up into the top five <clears throat> and draft the quarterback, Factor Foolish. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I'm going to go fact. Ran is the new general manager there. Ran phenomenal, uh, uh, I would say, uh, path, right? Uh, he comes from that Bill. His father was a, a, a legend um, and, and well-respected. His father, Bill Parcells, extremely close. Bill Parcells brought Ran uh, uh, in the family as well. Um, it was just natural. Um, Ran has that Bill uh, Parcells type of vibe but he's so relatable i mean he, i think he's one of the most dynamic leaders i've ever interacted with because he's relatable but he also has vision he has strategy uh he also has this type of energy around him that guys fall in line and mm -hmm. that's really hard when guys are making 10 20 30 40 million dollars a year to follow a coach or a general manager when Rand walks in the room, the temperature changes. It's like, who's that guy? Mm -hmm. So I say all that because Rand's a smart guy. I, I believe Rand knows he has a couple years to get it done, right? Because you don't get three, four, five years to turn the team around. Mm -hmm. 
this is tough for me because I can see him making a move here, but I can also see Rand built in a phenomenal team. Those Parcells teams, they built from inside out. Look at look at the damn San Francisco 49ers. Offensive line, they go get Big Trent. He's the best player in the NFL. Defensive line, the best defensive line in the business the last few years. So I can see him doing that and sticking with Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to actually say foolish, and I'm mm. sorry I was so long-winded, Ashley. <laughs> I'm going to say foolish. Rand, Rand doubles down on Ryan Tannehill, and he built a phenomenal team. They, right. He was just in San Francisco. They did, they did it with Garoppolo. Jimmy G, hey, yep. Jimmy. Yep, yep. <laughs> What's your answer? Yeah, effective oh, answer, Ashley. Hey, you can, Hi, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy G. <laughs> Listen, my Italian family would be so happy for me if I brought Jimmy G home. Would you bring him home? <laughs> Jimmy G is very handsome. He's super handsome. He is like, if he's the Italian stallion for sure. If Jimmy G... Um, and that is not you, new, normally my type, but he is very handsome. If Jimmy G asked you out on a date, would you go? Absolutely. I think Jimmy G is hot. All right, we're going to set that up. No, 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 no. I'm not going <laughs> to date him, but like... Why? If he... You don't have to date him, but you go on a date. It's a difference. Go on a date with Jimmy G, and it I, might I turn into. I, I don't think I have enough. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Gravitas. <laughs> no, I don't think. Um, I've seen photos of the women that Jimmy likes to surround himself with, and I, I don't he, think I'm um have enough. Stuff. Busty. That's crazy. Busty? <laughs> I don't think I have enough Just stuff. Say we're on YouTube. Yeah. You're not. I don't have enough. You know, bust for Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. You don't know what guys are into. Like you, we, we don't know that. I, I think that you and Jimmy G, um, going out on a date will be <laughs> I'm not time going well on a date spent. With Jimmy G. <laughs> time well spent. You and Jimmy G. Like why not? Like even if y'all just become great friends. It sounds like he really about to make this happen for you. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> not going that, on a date with Jimmy G. Corey, up. move it along. Can we really can we clip that and put that really out? Move it along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before this next statement, got to give a little bit of context. Right now, according to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, Bill Belichick, head coach of the New England Patriots, said that he had shopped Mac Jones to multiple teams this mm. offseason. Right? It is said that the Raiders, Texans, Buccaneers, and Commandos are all potential landing spots for Jones. So, guys, factor foolish. And, Brandon, I'll start with you. Patriots no, no, hold on. Start with me real oh, quick. You start with, oh, right, I want, I want this one real quick. start with Ashley. Okay. Patriots trade <sighs> Mac Jones before offseason concludes. Factor foolish. Here's my question. <laughs> if this is true that he was has allegedly been shopping Mac Jones around. That would mean that he does not see in Mac Jones what they saw in him in the beginning. Remember in the beginning everyone was saying he was going to be the successor to Tom Brady, it was Tom mm. Brady 2.0 and Matt and um Belichick found his guy and it's the dynasty's going to restart. Okay, cool. Didn't happen. Obviously you're shopping him, you don't see the vision anymore. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is unhappy in Baltimore. He wants out. Why is it that you're not even sitting down and talking with him? If you're so not in love with Mac Jones, you're going to trade him to get who? Exactly. Yeah. Like, Lamar's there. Have mm -hmm. a conversation with the man. I don't understand the rationale. I don't understand the thinking. You're unhappy, allegedly, with your QB. The QB that you were in part responsible for bringing to New England. Mm -hmm. That's the vision's no longer there. You're no mm -hmm. longer seeing it. Lamar's available. He's unhappy. And you don't even have the conversation? Mm -hmm. I don't know, Brandon. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Listen, you, you hit it on the head, and I don't need to, um, you know... I don't need to double down here 
It doesn't make sense, like Ashley said. Um, maybe it's just Bill Belichick being Bill Belichick right now. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to give us anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows Lamar Jackson's special, and he knows he needs a quarterback, and this confirms it. Mm. Come on, man. I actually would love to see Lamar Jackson in a Patriots uniform. This would be phenomenal. You already have Meek Mills hitting up Kraft and saying, look, Lamar, I think that's what he said. I don't want to. No, he said it was um, Meek hit up Robert Kraft and said that if Lamar's available, so it's not direct quote, if Lamar's available, we should go get him. And then Robert Kraft said, you know, that would be Bill Belichick's call. No, I thought, I thought Meek said, Lamar said he would, he, he would. And that he, and that he's special and all these things. And, and Robert Kraft confirmed that he agrees with that, but said that ultimately he would love Lamar on the Patriots, but that's Bill Belichick's call, that he's not going to make that call. Like, that's a loose interpretation of what was said. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to move into the NBA. So for your next one, Luka leaves the Dallas Mavericks next season. Fact or foolish? Hold on, rewind for a second. We have okay. a question for oh, you, Brandon. All right. Someone wants to know if they tried that type of quarterback before with Cam Newton, why would they be willing to try again with Lamar Jackson? Interesting. That's a good question. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it went that bad. Maybe it went that bad. They're like, we don't want to do it again. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Totally different situations. Cam, you know, I love you. You know, we had you on the show, and we, we had this tense conversation. Um, and, and I do believe what Cam said recently. Like, look, I didn't have the time I needed to really learn, you know, everything. Um I, I, it is. T- it's a tough offense. I was in that offense. Uh, Lamar Jackson still in his prime, right? There's an argument that he's entering his prime. Um, What's prime in football years? I know it's different in basketball. Football, obviously. So prime is really it can, when you enter. Some guys enter their inner primes when they enter if their mind is there. It's more so the prime is when your body, when your mind say do this, right? Like. I'm going to make this move. I see I got to spin. Then this dude's going to be here. Then I'm going to come back with the right, right? When you say, when your mind say do that and your body can accomplish it, that's your prime, right? The game is slowed down. All right, I see this. I'm I'm, 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 I'm jogging out of the huddle. Oh, shit, I seen this before. It's covered three. The safety's tilting this way. So that means 80% of the time when he's tilting this way, he's going to shoot here. So this corner is going to jump here. Now I got exactly what I want. I see that. The game is slow. So now instead of me going da 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 now I'm just going to, bam, I'm off. And now I got the production that I want. So when I know it's a crazy answer, and you know I do this from time to time, Ashley, so bear with me. Mm. You know, prime for me, and I answered it already, but I want to be clear here. Prime is when your mind tell your body to do something and it can do it, right? Because there's a lot of players as you age, that's why quarterbacks are able to stay around as long as they are. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, the Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the world, because the game is so slow. Before they even break the huddle, they know what the defense is doing. Oh, shit. It's, we're in the first quarter. Uh, we're on the fringe area. It's first down, or let's say a second and seven. This team in this situation, they go blitz, blah, whatever percent of the time, and they know exactly where they're going with the ball. It's all mental. Um, for a quarterback, you enter your prime a little later. For most guys like wide receivers or running backs, it's those first five, six years, right? You got you to gotta get to your prime as quickly as possible. But a quarterback like Lamar – you know, he's finally getting there. Remember, Patrick Mahomes won a championship, and he said what? I, I, I ain't, I, I'm I, just learning how to read coverages, mm-hmm. and he just won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know what the question was, but I, no, I, my question was what no, I'm, what your um what is prime years in in football? Right. But you answered it. So but we were talking about Lamar, right? Well, yeah. someone the, one of the questions in the chat was, you know, the Patriots tried that type of quarterback with Cam Newton and it failed. Why would they go with Lamar Jackson? Right. So. And then shout out to Miss Pamela uh, Garvin out there. I don't know if she's still watching the show, but she says she loves us. And that makes me happy. That makes me smile. Um, behind the scenes, we laugh a lot, but we also fight a lot. Um, and then on camera, we laugh a lot. And we go on, we, we we haven't fought a lot. I thought we would fight more on camera. We don't fight a ton on camera. Mm-mm. We've had like one like slug fest. What was that with the NIL? No, that one you kind of laid back and did that thing. I hate when you do that, by the way. What? I hate <laughs> when I go on these rants and they're like you leave gap in between. And I shouldn't be saying this because I feel like you're going to do it more. But <laughs> I hate when movies. I say something, I'm passionate about it. Ah, da, Joel Embiid said this, da, 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 Lamar Jackson, da, da, da. And then you just do this thing, you just sit and look. It's like, yo, it's your time to speak. Speak. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. You make me look even worse. <laughs> you do know what you're doing. Look, look she knows what she's doing. The intention there. She know what she doing. Mm-hmm. I be chilling. Go ahead, Corey. <laughs> and that's what she say after after like ahead, this Corey. like this awkward silence. Swinging to me. Go ahead, Corey. Like, come on. <laughs> right, I'm gonna start doing it. Too. All right. So if y'all remember the statement that we had left off with, it was Luca leaves the Dallas Mavericks next season. Fact or foolish? No, but Kyrie does. Yeah. Um, I think that. I think that Luca, okay. Luca misses Jalen Brunson. He said it. Mm. Um, you know, he said that he's not having fun right now. Mm. He's, you know, just alluded in, in different ways, different conversations, different statements. He's not happy right now. Yeah. I don't know if he thought that the situation with Kyrie was going to be an instant gratification, an instant fix to the situations yeah. within the Dallas Mavericks and the shortcomings within the Dallas Mavericks. But I knew from the beginning that this team needed time to develop chemistry. There was not enough time in the season to do it. Kyrie and Luca have similarities, but they also have differences in how they play the game, and you have to figure out how to merge those differences. Not enough time to do that. It's not resulting in what maybe he thought it would result in, meaning wins. Um, But Luca's not leading Dallas. If anything, he's putting pressure on the Dallas Mavericks front office and Mark Cuban to get him help. And quickly, because we've had this conversation, it seems like every season, get Luca help, get Luca help, get Luca help. And they've seemed to kind of like dabbled and and kind of shortcutted their way around getting him help, but never fully surrounded him with a team necessary to help him win. Mm -hmm. And I think that he puts the pressure on the Dallas Mavericks this offseason and basically says in so many words, get me help right. or I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm this out. enough is enough. Like right. I can't continue to do this. Yeah. And I think that's what ultimately happens, but he's not leaving unless no. something drastically goes bad. What's your take, Brandon? I'm gonna go with Ashley. I don't want to get into one of these the basketball. I don't have any debate. I cooked. I, like she's right. <laughs> she knows basketball better than I do. So I'm gonna go with Ashley. Do you say fact or foolish? Well, I say, say it's foolish. You said he's staying, but Kyrie goes. I think Kyrie goes to L.A. I'm with Ashley mm. on this one. I think Kyrie's trying to. I think foolish. Kyrie will force his way to L.A. I don't think he wanted to go to Dallas to begin with. I think that the fact that Dallas is not even winning is more of a reason that he wants to leave. Can I, I ask think you a it question? was just a pit stop. Can mm. I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do I have smoker's lips? 
Smoker's lips? Did yeah. you say that in the comments or something? No, I'm looking at it right now and I like I don't smoke. Right. Well, I, I mean I've tried it a couple times. <laughs> like I want to be honest. I got a very honest person. Very transparent. Okay. You know, I would love to try smoking. I would love to find the right strand for me to knock the edge off a little bit. Um, but I'm not like a I'm not like a smoker, right? Like I've tried gummies before, but I would love to get into it. I wanna learn. Um no, I'm just looking at it, it's just my lips. They're not like hydrated. <laughs> Are you, do you exfoliate? You exfoliate your lips? Uh, yeah. Really? Your lips are skin. How yeah. do you, you exfoliate dead skin, right? To brush your lips. Oh, really? If you, if I've you don't never have heard that before. Mm -hmm. brush Why are you making that like it's a thing? Like, it is oh, a thing. Like they sell, they literally sell lip scrubs for that yeah. very reason. I was going to say, if, really? you, if you don't have the lip scrub yet, just start with like the toothbrush. Brown sugar. No, you okay. Answer my question. Jesus, no, 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 Answer my question. Toothbrush. No, but you have to put something on it like brown sugar Hold on, time out. Can we get a three box here at Manderville? No, you actually might be putting me on. Can we get Manderville? Corey Holmes, uh -huh. yeah. are you telling me you know about exfoliating your lips? Corey's yes. light skin. What you mean does he know about exfoliating his lips? I'm a, I'm a well, I'm a well <laughs> put together man. What do you mean? JP, JP. Corey's in LA. skincare routine is probably more intricate than mine. <laughs> He's light skin. That's what they do. Justin, <laughs> Chill. Our well put together man. It just so happened to be light LA skin. Right now, can you please put a poll together? How many on how many guys actually knows about exfoliating their lips? Cause I don't. Corey does. So right now we're split. I'm sure Corey I mean, knows about it, a lot did, of things. It did take a woman, about. a woman putting me on though. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just Is that a light skin thing, Corey? Not like I said, I think a woman put me on and said that it was good for your lips. I'm like, all right. So take how, that knowledge and run with it. So how often do you exfoliate your lips, Corey? I mean, it's when I brush my teeth. So every you, day? Whoa, that's too much, sir. I mean, that, that's not like, like, I, it, does it happen every day? Like, no, but like, I'm, I'm consciously, well, so you're not your I'm conscious, I'm brushing my teeth every day. I'm talking about scrubbing my lips. What y'all trying to do? You don't. You, you just said it. You just. You never. Okay, who told you to exfoliate your lips every single day? Nobody said that. They said that no. you should exfoliate your you lips. You should exfoliate so when it, your when lips it comes, maybe when it comes twice to mine, a week. All right, that's what I'm saying. When it comes, when it comes to mine, I'm doing it often. I'm consciously, I consciously know that it's good for your lips, so I'll do it. I, would I miss a week sometimes where I don't exfoliate my lips? Yeah, but I consciously know it's something good for your lips, so I do it. Corey, what else do you, like, from a uh, uh, um, self-grooming? Because I do believe that uh, there's opportunity mm -hmm. for men to lean more into self-care and grooming, yeah. like trimming, uh, right. skin care. Like, I never really clean my face. I just use hot water and a rag. Mm -hmm. What? No, I never, ever. Like, and I don't so believe you know, in all that stuff. I feel well, like it's going to actually make it worse. Like, if you don't have a problem, I think my problem over the last two years since I retired was more alcohol. So I like I just went like thirty days dry because my I, I saw the change in my skin, yeah. but it's because my alcohol consumption was up. So I dropped that, and my skin is yeah. getting back to where it used to Wait, be. Wait, when you no, were playing football, point. you used to wash your face with a hot rag and That's hot it. water. <laughs> my entire life. No, I'm a believer in like what you consume. You don't even use actually. sunscreen. Yeah. No, I don't use no sunscreen. Yeah. None. I just boom. That's it. That's it. But yeah. there's I, like how like everything clean your ears, clean your nose, trim your nose, trim your your, your 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 balls, manscape, uh, manscape. all of that stuff. So yeah, manscape it. Um, I do think there's opportunity there, but Corey, like I'm interested because this is new to me talking about uh, licks, lip exfoliation. Like what else is a part of your self care, <laughs> your your grooming routine? Right. Um, it's nothing too crazy, honestly. Like it's 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 being consistent and disciplined. Obviously, with brushing your teeth, you should not wake up or go to sleep without brushing your teeth. Like that's 
that so should you be brush that, your teeth should, twice. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. Yeah, that, that should be do that you, should be routine. Do you not? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Sometimes, oh. it's three days. Sometimes it's three to four yeah. times a day. But go but ahead. no, like in, in regards to like my skin routine and whatnot, like there's there's like some uh, I forgot what it is. It, I, I couldn't even tell you what brand. I just know I use it. It might be like Clean and Clear or something like you that. A, you have a you have a, a skincare routine. Believe it or not, I do. You, so you like he's skin. But, but no, but listen. <laughs> but listen you walk around the house and chill mask. out, chill out. It, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. Do to you that wear, extent. do you do mask? No, no. It's not to that extent. Like I said, I'm putting like some moisturizer on my face. That's that's about it. Like I don't even know if I'm actually doing it right. But look, I mean, my skin, <laughs> my skin look good. You know what I'm saying? My skin look good. But what I think really helped, what I think really helped was my change in diet. When I, I like in college, my skin was really bad. It was mm. because. I was on I was on that uh that McDonald's diet not not McDonald's but like you know Ocho versus Sun I was on the I was on the Ocho side like Ocho I used to eat a lot science. of I used to eat a lot of fried foods and that used to have my skin messed up but as soon as I really cut out fried foods mm. start to use that air fryer a lot more skin started to clear up in all seriousness guys like for real because I'm very big on skincare like it's one of my things like I I take it very seriously if you don't do anything else. If you don't wash your face with special stuff, please use sunscreen. Really? Like there is really? a, like a, I don't know why in the black community people think that we don't have to use sunscreen. I, I gotta use Melanoma sunscreen. is very real. Mm. Please protect your face, even if it's not sunny outside, even if you're like, oh, it's not that. Get some sort of moisturizer, something that has sunscreen in it, protect your face, skin diseases, melanoma, like I said, is very real. It is so preventative. Please take, please protect mm. your skin. Like use sunscreen, like for real, for real. Yeah, that's that's that. a major thing. I love that. Now back to my original question. Yeah. Do I have smoker's lips? <laughs> um, you have football player lips. Football player lips. What that mean? It's like you know, like when they they're in the hel in the helmet so much, but their mouths are always exposed, so it just gets dark. <laughs> You know is what that, I mean? Oh, okay. So they're is that dark. really what? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's like from constantly like being in the sun, like your whole face. You ever? You can tell. You ever see like a football player like in the in the in the summertime? Like their face is a lot lighter than this part of their yeah. face because this is exposed to the sun and this is all covered in the helmet. That's what it's like. So I gotta put uh, a, uh, a sunscreen on my lips too. Um, chill, chill, you should use a chapstick that, that has sunscreen if you can, if possible. But oh, you can just put invent, sunscreen and just go all over. We, we should invent a, a chapstick. That has sunscreen in it. If it's not, yeah, if it ain't I'm pretty it. sure that exists, but nobody knows, so we can do it and say we. I right, will hey, limit limit the talk on, on that then, if that's the case. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> limit the talk. Hey, we got one more. We we can factor foolish. We could do this real quick. Winner of the NBA Finals will come out of the Eastern Conference. Factor foolish. Fact. Fact. Mm. Mm. Fact. Well done. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what's this graphic? Okay, it's gonna got, be got Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You some got of the heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. Some of the heavy didn't hitters just, out of the East. Didn't they just get cooked last night? No, Jason Tater miss a game winner but they didn't get cooked oh they didn't get cooked but they lost yeah Ooh. yeah miami you think miami has a chance mm -mm. they're gonna be in that playing yeah it's gonna be right i don't think i think it's between those three in that graphic right there mm -hmm. unless the knicks want to make things interesting baby then yeah. make them interesting all right next question all right, well now look so so before before we end the show we're actually gonna hop into the fan duel sports book huh? how about we do that the nba season is coming down to the wire and of course there's no better place to go get on the action than FanDuel. So what, you know, some of, some of the bets that they're offering on the website actually are, you know, your early prediction of who we're going to actually make the NBA Finals. So kind of to go off of our last factor foolish uh, statement there, 
Brandon, who you got making it to the NBA Finals? You can choose the NBA Finals. So meaning you can choose whether it's, you know, the the 76ers yeah. versus the Phoenix Suns. You can do the Boston Celtics so versus torn, the Kings. Man. Who you got? I first off, Ashley and I were having this conversation yesterday in Louisiana, and I was asking her, and she was like, oh, it's too early. I just need another week or so. So <laughs> next week, hopefully, Ashley's going to give us a whole bracket, right? Bracket, yeah. right? Um, for me, it, it's still too early, and this is tough. Um Ashley, I so badly wanted to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I'm like, man. It's going to be uh, hard when the Knicks send them home. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but then I went and I looked at their schedule. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they, what are they, like four? Fourth seed right now? We're fifth. But, if you, but if you look at their games, like they're, they're beating like who they're supposed to beat. And then they're splitting or getting beat by the good teams. Right? And I don't like that. I need consistency. But Spider, like, I feel like there's going to be a mo- – this is going – this – all of our great athletes have moments in the postseason. Football, basketball, it doesn't matter. Like, when, it, when, when, it's, when everything's on the line, can you deliver? That's how you're judged on your greatness. Yeah. Could this be Spider Mitchell's moment, right? So I looked at them. I also looked at Joel Embiid. Joel, can we can we can can we get forty uh, uh, here and there from Joel throughout the playoffs? Consistently? I mean, that's your MVP, right? You should be able to. Come on, come on, let's not get into that discussion. <laughs> Just stay with me. Here. Okay, sure, go ahead. So you got the Philadelphia uh, 76ers, like Joel Embiid. He should. This could be the moment you're supposed to. You're supposed to come out and average thirty-five a night throughout the postseason and get your team to the finals. And then you got Giannis. It's just like, man, I, there's nothing Who's your exciting. Pick? <laughs> Who's, like, your Who's, pick? Your pick? Who's your pick? I'm going with the Bucks. <laughs> I got Boston's and Phoenix. Yeah, Boston and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going with the Bucks out of the East. Oh, and, and well, who you got out of the West? Who you got them facing in the finals? This is tough too. Yeah, because you got you got the Warriors. Are they still hot? Like I, I I've been mm-hmm. away from basketball for about four days. They still cooking. Mm-hmm. So you got the Warriors, man. They're scary. You, I, I, you got the Grizzlies. You see what Jaw just did? He posterized some guy. Like, just the energy he's coming with right now. You mm. know, could he go on that run? Could this be the start of his legendary run? You got um, LeBron. I'm telling you guys right now, the NBA playoffs is going to be must-see TV. Mm. Any any, any, tour, any yeah, game. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be great. Lakers, I think they're going to give people problems. But I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about it. CP3, KD, and Book. Come on, man. They're going to get mm. it done. I'm going with the Suns. So, before, no. before we go, you guys want to hear a funny story? Nope. Oh, no, we, we got two more picks. We got oh, two okay. more picks. We well, got I'm going to tell a funny story after. Yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I'll so close gonna, out with the funny story. So, so with that, you got you got the Bucks facing the, the Suns in the finals, right? So And then we also got the Bucks. I think we got the Bucks winning it at all, right? So in that next graphic, that's what it looked like on the app. You can select that for the Bucks to face the Suns in the finals. And then if we got our next graphic ready, then you could just pick the winner, right? So we got the Bucks winning. And then if you want to just double down on those bets, right, you can go to the next one. Then you can actually predict the exact result, right? So we got the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns in the finals, right? We got the Bucks as our winners. On FanDuel, you can actually bet Milwaukee Bucks to beat the Phoenix Suns and make a big bag from that. Corey, yeah, what are you up? betting? What You're am always I betting? asking me the question. I'm always tough asking question. you. You tell so me look. quickly. So look, yeah, this this is tough though. This is tough, but oh, no, I don't tough. think 
<laughs> it's like you you it's like you, you want to just go with like the the easiest pick because like it's what makes sense but like I think the Sixers can do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like the Sixers. I think cuz I think Joel Embiid is on a tear that like nobody nobody's going to be able to stop him. Now granted he would have to beat both the Bucks and the Celtics to get there. If he does it, he's winning the finals. Like he they they're going to win the finals. Wow. I think it'll be the Sixers and Suns. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Sixers and the Suns. Okay. Hey, but we'll be right back with uh Ashley's little closeout after this disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana call 1-800-327-5050 or visit www.com mahelpline.org forward slash problem gambling Massachusetts visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 New York 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia so remember, FanDuel app is safe, it's secure, it's easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. It'll be right in your account at the end of that game. FanDuel has a lots of ways <clears throat> to play, like the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into action at any time during the game with live betting as well. Um, and you can combine bets uh, from the same game with the same game parlay. And don't forget to try same game parlay plus. So download FanDuel app today or head to FanDuelapp.com or excuse me, FanDuel.com forward slash IAA and make every moment more. Ashley, I heard the video is in. Yeah, the video is in. But before we get there, before we get there, I want to tell you guys a little story. Oh, the story first. Okay. So as you guys know, on this show, Brandon's always giving his NBA comparisons, right? He says that he can defensively put the oh, skates yeah. on Joel Embiid. <laughs> um, you know, Stack had a crazy reaction to that. He said, no, the hell you couldn't. You would hack out. Then yesterday, there's a video of Brandon showing his handles. And in the video, he says that I ask him who his NBA comparison is as he's doing the handles. And he tells me it's Donovan Mitchell. Thanks. So I said, okay. I sent the video to Donovan Mitchell and I said, <laughs> watch this. And I get a text back from Donovan maybe about an hour later. And he says, and I quote, trash ass handles. <laughs> then I tell him, Brandon says that you're his NBA comparison. Donovan said, laughing my ass off, that's cat. So, wow. <laughs> so but it gets even better. So oh, we're in LSU and we're having a great time and we had a great sit down with Angel and she was the best. And Brandon wants to go to the practice gym. So we go to the practice gym and they're doing free throw shooting and they're doing all this stuff and they're going tit for tat. And I will give Brandon his props. He, he free throws. 
That's his bread and butter. Okay, he would be a fantastic free throw shooter. Um, <laughs> game on the line. He's at the line. You might win it. You probably will hit two out of the two. Then there is a young gentleman who practices with the LSU women's basketball team. Helps them, you know, when they're in practice. You know, plays their opponent, keeps their skill set up. And Brandon said, "Let's play one on one." Guy said. Okay, he laces his shoes up, he gets in there, cooking him. He's left, he's right, Brandon's doing these weird moves, he's making weird noises, he takes his shirt off because he's sweating profusely through his off-white. I mean, it was disgusting. He had to take a shower after, that's how much he was sweating. I'm like, oh, this, this content is too good to not be seen by the public. I'm like, I never go live, but I'm gonna go live today. <laughs> I turn my live on, people start flooding in, Stack's in the mix, he's like, yo, tap me in, tap me in. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Stack, I'm gonna tap you in. I'm recording live, and this happens. Watch. Oh. <laughs> Someone says you hoop like you've been to jail. <laughs> Enjoy seeing me Sheesh. hurt or fail. Like, why? Look at her. Oh, Look at this. Man. Something's wrong ah! with her. Yeah, that was rough. That was Yo, rough. I can't believe they captured that moment. I, Damn. I just... they caught you slipping. They Not only did I capture it, it was live. It happened in real time. It was seen in real time. I'm sharing it with all of the people in the chat right now. They asked. We delivered. I mean... How did that feel? Someone said, oh, nah. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot you said here, all right? Mm. And this is what I want to say. First off, going back to Donovan Mitchell, I'm not even calling him Spider no more until he beats me. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this driving in, you know? Uh, I'm like, you know what? He got to see me this offseason. Go do your thing. Hopefully, we see you after the finals, right? You know, I'm still rooting for you. But I heard, you know what I mean? You got a nice house on the way or something like that. So I'm pulling up. We pulling up, we want to do content on the go, and you got to see me one-on-one. -on -one. I'm going to be in shape. I'm going to be in shape, and I promise you, I'm going to give them crazy work. That's first. The second thing is, it's this is how America works. This is the world, okay? They want to kick you when you're down. They want to highlight your, 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 your low lights, but they don't want to highlight your highlights. You ain't show how I went. I don't even want to, because I'm going to put this out later. You ain't, you ain't show how many how many free throws I made in a row. I, you I just show gave how, you your You ain't credit. show how many half-court shots. I mean, the, I'll say this. The first attempt from the half-court line, Ashley, what did I do? Mm. I'll tell you. You don't have to say it. I sunk it. <laughs> I sunk it. But she ain't tell y'all that. I started off saying you're a phenomenal free throw shooter and game on the line, you would be a good asset. You'd probably hit two out of two. That does not negate the fact that you got posterized. <laughs> you got posterized. <laughs> it was a it was an evident me. dunk. That's the first time I've ever been dunked in my life, and that's true. No cap. <laughs> Here, oh, we that's Here, we Here we go again. Here we go again, folks. Here we go again, folks. He played it again. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's too funny. Oh, man, to be tripping. Uh, uh, I, wasn't uh. ah! I wasn't expecting it. Oh, you oh, man. man. That's too How did funny. that feel for in real time? How did that feel? How does it feel to get dunked on? You know what? My, I'm, I'm, 
I'm secure in my manhood now. And this is for real. Like, growing up, like, I never got dunked on. I'm fouling you before you even dunk Happens me. to the best. I wasn't even man. thinking about him dunking on me. Like, I'm old. You know, I'm not even thinking about playing above the rim. <laughs> I'm not even putting two to two together. This kid is young. He still got crazy bunnies. He got all the he, – he's still young. He's in his prime. So I'm not even thinking about it. When it happened, I'm like, holy shit. This is the first time I've ever been dunked on. But I was like, you know what? I'm secure in my manhood. I went my entire life. I just turned 39. And not a lot of dudes can say that that hoop, that they never been dunked on before. We got to get that fact check. You LeBron been dunked on. LeBron was dunked on in high school and college. I got that over LeBron. I got that over KD. I got that over Joel and B. So I'm happy with that. I'm securing my manhood. Corey, you ever been dunked on? Yeah. Oh no, I have. I have. See? I have. How did that make you feel? It, it happens, yo. It happens. But you know what you gotta do? You gotta come back that next play and either sink a three in their face or dunk on them back. That's well, it. I was no. there. Brandon didn't do that. So yeah, no, yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> You wanna, Jeez. you wanna, you, you wanna exit the show. You wanna do the thing. You gonna do Italiano? Yeah, yeah, I'll say drop some Italian No, but in all seriousness, thank you so much, LSU, Baton Rouge, Angel yeah. Reese, for having us yesterday. Um, so hospitable, so warm, so welcoming. It was a great sit down. The feedback has been incredible. I'm glad that we were able to have an honest conversation with her and, and get the answers that people were looking for, but also, you know, showcase her in a different light that I think people weren't. Um, aware of based on that one instance in a game and hopefully they walked away with a different opinion of her and, and a more positive opinion of her mm -hmm. and realized especially after Caitlin Clark came out yesterday and said listen the game is the game I respect Angel she respects me and it's just the nature of the beast and you know congrats to them and I hope that we can leave it there and, and put it to bed and give women ballers the same respect we give to men and mm -hmm. allow them to showcase their their athleticism and their raunchiness and their and their swagger and all the things that we celebrate men for, I hope that we can start celebrating women for as well. So, yeah. mm, I love yeah. that. No, well said. Now, Exodus. Ciao. Ciao. Arrivederci. See you tomorrow. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.